Welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. And in today's episode, we have a special treat. We have Dr. Karen Pullman, a St. Paul educator who is now teaching on her YouTube uh, channel, Kicking It With Karen, how to eat a healthy probiotic lifestyle. Um, make your own sauerkraut, other fermented vegetables. Um, she's teaching people how to cook uh, prebiotic foods and just change how you look at cooking and eating and gut health because gut health is immune health. And I'm so glad to have her here and a quick little uh, interview. And it's interesting to hear from uh, someone who is been educating our children for 20 years, how important um, learning the joy of cooking and the joy of food preparation is to a healthy lifestyle. Well, we want to welcome Dr. Karen Pullman to the podcast this morning. She is a St. Paul a high school educator, and she also has a YouTube channel called Kicking It With Karen, in which she uh, shows food preparation, healthy food preparation, and uh, talks about a positive lifestyle to strengthen your body, mind, and spirit. Welcome this morning. Thank you. Why don't Thank you tell you. Why don't you tell the the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am, as you said, a St. Paul educator. I teach English and dance. Um, I've been teaching a long time. I um, like twenty years now. Uh, in the process, I've gotten my doctorate in educational leadership, and somebody said to me one time, what are you going to do with that now? And I thought, I think I'm going to cook. <laughs> Once I got my doctorate, I realized, wow, um, that's a terminal degree. I might as well do whatever I want to. So I started a YouTube channel focused on uh, probiotics and creating your own um, healthy foods uh, especially sauerkraut. The, uh, the name of my channel is Kicking It With Karen Beyond Sauerkraut. Um, and why Beyond Sauerkraut, people say? And it's because I started with sauerkraut and I learned that uh, through processes of fermenting, I could do all kinds of foods, including fermented carrots, beet kvass, fermented rutabaga, don't ask. Wow. <laughs> Um, pickles, all of these things that can help my gut health. Um, Let me pause you a minute, Doc. Mm -hmm. Let, let's go back. Um, probiotics. Now, I know what they are. You know what they are. But for some people in the audience, you want to explain to the, so in the public what those are? Sure. Probiotics are the good gut, uh, good, good gut bacteria, okay. which uh, helps your immune system. Your immune system is in your gut. Mm. And oftentimes... Uh, we eat foods that don't feed those good uh, good gut bacteria. We uh, we eat foods that feed yeasts and uh, things that make us sick. So um, probiotics, you can take a supplement, of course, which is what I started doing when I was I started on my path to uh, to better health. Okay, I've seen but, those in the store. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I. Um, but they're really good probiotics that are actually alive once you put them in your mouth um, 
are very expensive. And a friend of mine said to me one time, she's like, Karen, you can get more probiotics in a tablespoon of fermented sauerkraut juice than you can in a whole bottle of pills. Wow. I was like, whatever. I didn't believe her, right? And uh, so I did. I went and I bought some fermented sauerkraut. This is in the refrigerated section, and it will say uh, this product is alive or alive with, with, um, with probiotics, whatever. Um, I bought that. I think it was, uh, what kind? Bubby's. Bubby's sauerkraut. Yes, yeah. Seven dollars a jar, which is not a problem, except for if you're eating a lot of it, it becomes a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I figured, since I really like spending time in the kitchen, I would figure out how to do this myself. And it's such a simple preparation. So simple. All you need is a cabbage, some salt, and a jar. Cabbage salt and a jar. You don't even wow. have to have a special jar. You might want to have one that won't explode, you know, okay. a ball jar. And uh, all you do is add a certain amount of salt to the cabbage, massage it up, get it to release its own brine or its juices, shove it in a jar, let it sit there for two weeks. Now, mind you, if you don't have a special fermentation lid, you'll have to burp the jar. Otherwise, you know, pressure will build up from the CO2. But I discovered that it was that easy. And so I started experimenting with all sorts of other vegetables and even fruit. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. so, so you said that the immune system is mainly in the gut. And with this mm -hmm. time of pandemic, um, one thing I've been pushing everyone is like, yeah, you need a good defense, you know, do your social distancing, wear your mask, whatever. But you also need an offense, you know, mm -hmm. you need the other side, you need to take care of your body, just in case you do get it, mm -hmm. you know, so, Absolutely. so if our, if our, if our immune system is in our gut, what types of foods besides fermented foods should we be eating? I noticed on your channel, you go through all kinds of beautiful recipes. Mm -hmm. um, there's something called prebiotics. Okay. Um, prebiotics are the foods that feed the good gut bacteria in your gut. Things like carrots and celery and all of your main vegetables mm -hmm. will help feed that. Fibrous vegetables help feed that. Um, I, I don't know if it's, so carrots are not water soluble. They're, they are, but they have a soluble fiber that the body can use really well. Um, most of your fruits can, are prebiotics. All of these things, the fruits and vegetables that you're told to eat <laughs> since, you were, uh, since you were two years old, um, those are the things that will help you, um, help, help you feed your immune system or strengthen your immune system. Um, a variety of foods. I always suggest that people stay away from sugar Okay. Um, especially refined sugar. Now, why is that? Why, well, why should you stay away from sugar? Because, you know, it's everywhere in our society. Oh, oh my God, isn't it? Uh, sugar feeds yeasts. Oh, sugar, okay. you can get an overgrowth of candida in your body, if, which makes you feel gross. Okay. Uh, makes you feel bad, helps you get fat. Um, it just, it feeds the things in your body that you don't want to grow. Okay. Well, that's that amazing. That's amazing. 
So on on your channel, you're going through different processes of cooking and preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think uh, today's kids, because since you're a high school educator and I have four high schoolers in your high school, um, mm-hmm. yep. how are we going to teach this generation about how important it is to cook? I had home ec. I think you had home ec. Yep. Um, even though and I didn't I want to learn to cook. cook, I was forced to learn to cook at age 15 at school. <laughs> and I'm glad I was, <laughs> you know. So right. how do you see the, the, any changes in our society? I've noticed that, you know, my kids don't want to cook. They, they, they just don't want to do it at home. They'd rather do a Grubhub or some app on their phone and have it delivered to them. You know, the only thing I can say to you about that, knowing kids, is that they have to learn the joy of cooking. Mm. I know that's a book, but but it's a real thing. There is joy in cooking. (laughs) But um, they have to learn the joy of cooking. They got to, I, when I talk about how much I cook at home, I do this often in my dance class. I'll say, oh my God, you guys, you can't believe you wouldn't believe what I had last night. I prepared this beautiful dish. It was, it was homemade gluten-free pasta with my own homemade pesto. And then I had some chicken on the side that my husband grilled perfectly and their oh. mouths start watering, right? Yeah. Their yeah. mouths start watering. And I'm like, you guys can do that too. It's not hard. And they're like, oh, it's, you know, nobody cooks in my house. I can't, I can't even imagine. And all those dishes. And I'm like, all those dishes, here's what you do. You employ your whole family. I Mm. will cook this if you guys will clean afterwards. And the dish is so delicious that they're happy to help you out. Now, that's a fairy tale scenario. Yeah. But I have had students who have actually taken a recipe that I've made that they saw on my channel and they make it for their family and then the family cleans up afterwards, especially the homemade pasta and the pasta sauce and all of that. So it does work. It is fairy tale most of the time, but it well, does work. It, it helps you connect. I know when we've done that, you know, I can hear, you know, how the, the one kid's doing in school and the one kid's having mm-hmm. boyfriend problems and, you know, how are you doing in volleyball? And mm-hmm. they ask me how work's doing. We, we actually connect as a family as we're cleaning, as we're cooking, as we're eating. Yep. You know, instead of sitting on the couch in front of Netflix, you know, with a Domino's pizza box in our lap, you know, we're, we're actually enjoying it and strengthening ourselves, yes. know, strengthening our immune system. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that love also yes. strengthens the immune system. I was just studying or, or I just posted something on my Facebook page about how love generates, generates things in the brain that, gen, that work with the hormones, that work with the immune system. And it's like, wow, that's huge. That's, this is one of the things we may be missing out on a little bit if, hmm. with our older people or our people who live alone, where they don't have the ability to be close or face-to-face or touch each other or, or sit down and eat with someone with this, with this pandemic. Um, it, it, I think that we're, the connection sometimes for people is missing, but that love and that communication and that sitting together as a family, that is strengthening your immune system as much as the food. Oh, absolutely. 
We know from studies that it lowers cortisol, your stress hormone, which shuts down your immune system, and you release serotonin and oxytocin. Now, wow. when we think oxytocin, we think, we think, you know, breastfeeding and babies, but it's also, it's also used for connecting to others. We now know that all autistic kids, all kids on the sensory spectrum have low oxytocin levels. So that love, that connection that, you know, actually not only strengthens your immune system, but it helps you connect with others and ready for this makes you more intelligent to process the world, you know? So you know, we are missing that. I know uh, my grandmother on my mom's side was German, and I was the one who sat in the kitchen make it, helping her make the sauerkraut all the time because mm-hmm. I love burping the jars, you right? know. I love burp. All right, go over to, the, to last week's, uh, you know, brew, and I'm over there doing that, and I'm about four trying to open these right? jars up. And I was after a while. I remember I was in a teen when I was a teenager. I didn't appreciate it. I'm like, do we have to eat sauerkraut every damn time we come over here? But she was never sick. She lived right. to like ninety something. I don't even right. remember her having a cold, you know. Mm-hmm. But she ate sauerkraut every day. Sometimes yeah. sauerkraut. That that's just amazing. So you know, it's interesting. Um, since now I've been. I work in a school, so I'm going to catch a bug here and there, right? But before I started adding homemade food, uh, food probiotics, I was sick at least four times a year and not little sick, like big knockdown drag out. I started, um, I started eating sauerkraut and fermented vegetables and good foods to support those or those gut bacteria, the gut microbiome. I always always say that word backwards. I want to say biomicrome, but it's microbiome. Um, Since I've been doing that, I may get a cold a year. And it's usually when I'm run down after I've done a musical or I've done um, a, a, a show someplace and I haven't gotten enough rest, which is another part of health that teenagers especially need to pay attention to. Get that rest. Gotta get the rest. Gotta sleep. So probiotics have really, um, food, food-based probiotics have really changed my health and well-being, my, my brain function, and um, how I go about my daily life and how good I feel during that day. It's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. You mentioned brain function. Are you thinking clearer? You have better memory? Why don't you explain to the audience about that? Absolutely. Um, I do think clearer. And I think clearer right away in the morning. Not after I've had a cup of coffee, but after I've had adequate rest and I wake up, I I can think I don't feel that brain fog anymore. Like when you're swimming through, like trying to wake up in the morning, I, your audience couldn't see me doing that. Yeah. Yeah, So um, yeah, it's, it's automatic. It's in the morning. I wake up. uh, I'm ready to go. I am absolutely ready to go. Whereas before I started um, eating healthier and ensuring that I had at least three doses of, 
probiotics a day, whether it's a, a, a kombucha or a water kefir or milk kefir or whatever I'm doing, three servings a day. And it's, it's a big boost to my brain energy, my brain function. I don't, I don't get lost in a conversation, maybe with me talking to myself, I do, but <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, and I smile a lot more. I'm happier. Wow. You know, there's, it all, all stems from eating right and taking care of myself, eating right and taking care of myself. I'm a happier, healthier person. Oh, fantastic. I usually uh, finish these podcasts with a little bit of philosophy or uh, some deeper questions. So I'll throw it at you. How did you, how do you think we got to this place in society where we, we love modern medicine? It's fantastic. Love the miracle drugs, vaccines. I don't want to be without them, but we've taken the responsibility for our health and given it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And so so how do you think we got that to this place, Doc? Because someone else is never going to be able to take care of your stuff as well as you can. Correct. Um, I will tell you my revolution or evolution, not revolution, my evolution. Um, when I was growing up, my mother fed us good food. She cooked in her kitchen. Um, she was both a, a stay-at-home mom when I was young and then went to work when I was in third grade, but she never stopped cooking. However, um, new medicines started coming into play. Okay. And uh, everybody got busier and people decided that eating out McDonald's and all of these places were faster and more convenient. And I remember distinctly when my mother's work life got hectic, that it became easier for her to um, occasionally, more than occasionally, feed us Kentucky Fried Chicken, McDonald's. Um, she would, we started to see more chips and things in the house because they were convenient snack foods. And then thankfully, like I said, she never stopped cooking, but I got a taste for that, the other food. The mm -hmm. there's such a high sugar content in those foods. There's such a high salt content in those foods that it becomes an addiction because yes, you know yes. we can get addicted to both sugar and salt. Yes. Um, and so when it becomes an addiction, it becomes something that you want over the other stuff and it then eventually becomes your entire diet. Medicine, on the other hand, this is like a twofold problem. So you're starting to have all these digestive issues. You're starting to mm -hmm. get headaches. You're starting to get, so what do you do? You go to the doctor. Does the doctor talk to you about your diet? No, no, no. The doctor does not talk to you about the, the diet. The doctor gives you a prescription for ibuprofen, a prescription for Prilosec, which by the way, that's in a whole nother podcast. Prilosec, any of those things will never enter my body again. Um, all of these over-the-counter drugs to help you with your digestion, rather than changing what you're having to digest. So we got brainwashed. We got addicted to the fatty uh, fast foods. 
and we tried to take care of it with the medicines that worsen the problem. And it, it just continues to be this never-ending cycle of bad food, bad medicine, bad food, bad medicine. That's how we got here. Fantastic. I, I'm going to have to clip that. That is a fantastic uh, explanation. And I totally agree with everything you just said. It, it, it really irritates me being a chiropractor. You know, I see people after they've uh, wrecked themselves with bad diet, no exercise, no sleep, um, too many medications to cover up symptoms and not get to the root cause. And they come into me as the last resort. And I usually said, you know who, where you should have gone first? And I said, your kitchen, you know, throw out, throw out all the junk in your cupboards and let's put, just put some real food at right. home. And I'm amazed at how many 30, 40, even 50 year olds don't know how to shop, don't know how to cook. You know, it's like, well, I had chicken and I go, what did you have? Well, I had one of those meals in a cardboard box, you know, lean cuisine. I'm like, that, did you see how much salt was on there? Did you see how many additives and preservatives was, was on that piece of chicken? Right. I mean, you, you just, you wanted, you wanted some protein and basically you got a, a test tube full of chemicals. Yep. So, you know, trying to get people to understand that. And I hate to say that a, a pandemic is a blessing in disguise, but I try to teach my kids when it's raining, always look for that silver lining. The sun's coming. There's got to be uh, something good out of this. And what this, I think, is revealed is that the average citizen does not understand how their own body works or even how to take care of themselves. Right. You know, and right. I, look at, I look at what some of the government has done trying to protect our seniors in long-term care. And I'm like, well, all the studies show you need vitamin D and sunshine for your immune system. And we got them locked away. How right. are they getting their vitamin D? Like you said, they need love and connection to get their hormones balanced you know, they're sitting by themselves in the dining hall, you know, it's like, well, of course, they're going to be the most vulnerable. And we're lowering the strength of their immune system by how we treat them right now. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what the answer is to turn it all around. Because it seems like you're fighting society. It, it's hard to fight the Burger King and the McDonald's and all that. Because, you know, it seems like they have the power. And I say, hey, why don't you sit home and let's roast some potatoes and vegetables and have a steak. They're right. like, Oh, that takes too long. You know, let's get a big Mac and fries. Mm. So, you know, I will tell you this, this pandemic has caused a lot of my friends to reach out and ask how to cook. Good. I mean, I'm talking 50 year old people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> how, how to cook because they're afraid even to go through the drive through right now of okay. McDonald's because they don't want to touch anybody's hand. Okay. Sorry. But, um, so there is a silver lining, and that is that people are start, they are starting to find the joy of cooking, okay. you know, um, because they had to.